listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm Tiny, sitting across from me is John Long. Hello. It's been a long hiatus. We haven't quit. <laughs> but we haven't quit. We have not pod-faded yet. No, yeah. We have barely managed to fend off. We've had very busy summers. <laughs> we have. Yeah. And school just started back for us. I know y'all homeschool. Yeah. So, so we never do school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... While you guys were busy teaching about Noah bringing dinosaurs on the ark, my children were going to public school and learning about gender identity. Right, so yes. our school started back, so things hopefully will start calming down now. But I had a good couple of weeks when we were off because I discovered Kelly Kapowski's TikTok. <laughs> she has a TikTok. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've already sent her like 400 messages. <laughs> She hasn't answered one yet, (laughs) but I'm going to end up leaving my family for her. (laughs) They just don't know that yet. Keeping the dream alive. That's right. That's right. Just as beautiful as she was in 1990 or whatever year, Saved by the Bell was on. she's still pretty. Yeah. She's very pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Very pretty. But speaking of DMing. I did want to address something at the top of the show, and this is a delicate subject because I don't want people to think that I'm talking about them. The people who listen to our show who do this do it in the correct way, I think. Okay. All right? But it's getting to where I get so many DMs of stuff to look at when I get on social media. It's, mm-hmm. I don't have time to enjoy the things I want to on social media. Yeah, the problem with DMs is when you get them from randos who just want to sign you up for something. Yeah. Or get your email address. No, these are all from people I know who are like, John will find this funny. Let oh, me send okay. it to John. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. Now, almost always, the people who are listening to this podcast, they get my sense of humor they nail it out of the park. Right. It's the other people that are driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. I can't respond to everything. I can't watch everything. So I'm just going to say if there's any randos listening to this podcast, you know. It's not you. Well, no. They just need, like, it needs to make you belly laugh before you send it to me. Right. Because I've already seen everything anyways. <laughs> right. <laughs> I already have seen it all. <laughs> so you just need to make sure it is tip top good quality content to send me. Uh-huh. I can get on TikTok right now, and I have well, it's just maxed out at plus ninety nine things to send me, mm-hmm. mainly from about three different people. Uh, the driver's not one. The driver usually sends me good stuff to watch. I've only recently reemerged on TikTok when I found I out say- Kelly had one. <laughs> I was about to say, is this all on TikTok? No, no, I get it on Instagram. I say, that's why it's so foreign to me, because I'm not on TikTok. I have one guy that I don't even know. And if you sh- shout out, Keith, if you listen to this, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. I don't know. I mean, I may have known you at some point in my life, and I just don't remember how we're friends on Facebook. He sends me, like, YouTube links in mm-hmm. the almost daily. And it's... <laughs> It's not my type of content most of the time. If it is, I I will watch it. But yeah, it's overwhelming. Here's my question. Have you ever sent someone else a YouTube link? 
Um, yeah, I'm sure I have. But can you count the number of times like on your hands? Yes. Usually it's like <laughs> yes. mud hut, and I'm like, right. check this out. They found the lost city of Atlantis <laughs> in Fonsdale, Alabama. You know, yes. <laughs> it's videos like that. I was gonna say I have sent links to. But it's rare. Yeah. So I'm impressed at the people who have the time to well, not only find this content, but then to send it out. Like I listen to tons of podcasts. I think I've sent five emails yeah. into whoever's doing the podcast before. Well, so I got one guy that I grew up with. He sends me political stuff to look, you know, like memes. Well, I've worked, I've fought the algorithm for years <laughs> to get out of the political realm. So right. I refuse to watch anything he sends me. There may be something funny in there. I, I still see political stuff, but I go and seek it out like on a website, mm-hmm. not on you any like of my social media. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll go to like a separate website. I don't do any political stuff on social media. Gotcha. It's all stuff that makes me laugh. That's all mm-hmm. I want social media for. And to, you know, show a picture of my kids every once in a while. Right. And stalk Kelly Kowalski, <laughs> like any normal red blooded man would do. So, right. Yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to get that all just I need I'm trying to put this out here in the universe, but I don't want the people who listen to this and send me stuff because they do a good job. They're not overwhelming with it or anything like that. So I don't want them to think I'm talking to them. I just have to get this out in the universe. So to let the Holy Spirit work its way on these people, you're using the secret. Yes. (laughs) Well, I got news for you. The secret does not work. Yeah. It is 100% BS. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Because I have been trying for the last two weeks, I have been trying so hard to will fall into being. Okay. And it hasn't happened. We're at a heat wave happening. It is so hot. (laughs) It's so hot. Did you see the controversy in the Facebook group? Oh, well, which one? Well, number one, I was a naughty boy. I I got a little curt with somebody in there. We had... A Mavis discount tire <laughs> that wanted to open up shop across the street. Yes. Fortunately, we had the soccer moms out in full force. Oh, they were fired <laughs> they, up. They beat it off. <laughs> That's what soccer moms do. Yes. yes. Yeah. For they, now. For now. Yeah. They may come back. They may come back later. Right. But for now, they withdrew their petition. I stayed out of shop. that. Yeah, I did too. But there's a piece of property over here that's trying to get annexed in the which apparently is just a house. That just wants, the house that wants city, city services. water, right? Yeah, water, garbage, all that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and apparently so that's but for everybody some reason, was people fired think there's up. A subdivision. Yeah, they thought we were getting Section Eight housing right next door to us. <laughs> I thought so. They, I, I they thought that they were going to build a subdivision on top of the creek. Right, we weren't going to have the creek anymore. <laughs> so I emailed or found our council person, council lady on mm-hmm. Facebook and sent her a message. And my message said exactly this. Hey, Miss Dykes, I work or I live in Bellmead and our Facebook group is melting down over this notice. <laughs> I was like, is Mr. Rice trying to get that whole 50 acres annexed in or just where the arrow is pointing? And that's when she gave me the answer, which I posted in the Facebook group. And I had to have my coffee. A lady was like, well, did you ask her all these other questions? And I was like, look, I don't have time to be doing all this. I'm not going and ask her questions. Her name, go find her on Facebook like I did, so essentially. And I felt real bad about it later on, but I never apologized. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, now you're the 
Now no. you're the guy. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're the bell mead. I told Dieter, I was like, I will never involve myself in anything at Bell Mead's Facebook page again. Because <laughs> I try to do a good thing. And then people were peppering me with follow-up questions. I'm yeah. like, I posted all I know. You know, I yeah. posted the exact screenshot of her message, which I asked her if I could do. I was like, can I screenshot your message and share it in the Facebook group so we can get back to arguing about people, <laughs> you know, parking on the street and not dragging their trash cans back. Or or throwing trash in the proper trash receptacle, but, but not, not their, their trash own. receptacle. Right. <laughs> Hudson did that the other day. I was like, you better watch out. We're going to get called out. But all right, so today apparently New York down here, okay, yeah, got in trouble with the HOA for her lawn not being mowed. Uh oh! But the only part, <laughs> according to her, the only part of her lawn that needed mowed was in the backyard, right up uh, down the hill. Like that, apparently, I guess everybody over here is like yours. You, know, you go down the hill of the mm. creek. Well, they hadn't mowed that part, and right. somebody turned them in, and she was like, "Nobody can see it from the street." So there's only about three or four people that could have turned me in. <laughs> I got my eye on you, or something like that. Oh, she said that in the group. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh, it. that was the tone and tenor of her message. She's like, "My husband got out there at six a.m. and did all of it." And blah blah. blah. Be like, he should have been out there all the time. <laughs> I don't see him going to work any. <laughs> well, cool, good. That's what that's what the people who reported you wanted him to do. <laughs> well, I would have been like, "You're the biggest HOA lady." In the whole thing, you want to get everybody in trouble for parking on the street and yeah. rolling through the stop sign up here and all that. All right. You got to taste your own medicine. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when y'all abuse the HOA power. Yeah. Is it gets turned around on you. Everybody just be cool. We don't want folks painting their house hot pink in here and all that. That's all we really need. Yeah. It's not going to affect your property value if your neighbor doesn't roll their trash can back immediately within 24 hours of pickup. <laughs> you know, like all that stupid stuff. Nobody's property's value is getting affected by folks parking on the street. Just everybody be cool. Well, yeah. she couldn't be cool, and then somebody reported her. <laughs> somebody wasn't cool. That's what I wasn't cool back to her. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, that's enough Bell Mead talk. Uh I'm trying to think if there's anything else I needed to talk about. Uh, we can talk about my disability, which is wearing glasses. We don't us glasses <laughs> wires. We don't get the disability credit we deserve. Oh, really? Yeah, we're disabled. Our body does not function properly. <laughs> but I mean, I, look, hey, look, I have never worn glasses, so I don't understand the stroke. You're sight privileged. <laughs> I'm exactly. You don't understand exactly. I'm 2020 sight privileged. Well, Deidre's uh, had some problems with her contacts and been wearing her glasses for a couple of days, mm -hmm. and uh, we got out for church this morning out of the car, and of course, your glasses immediately fog up this right. time of year. And she was like, oh, my goodness. And I was like, oh, you, you don't know the struggle. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, this is what I deal with every day wearing my glasses, lady. I was like, I'm glad you're, you know, a full member of our underclass here that no one recognizes that we're disabled. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, because I'm just an idiot. I'm just a stupid sure. dude on the internet. But like LASIK eye surgery, people sure. say that that's fixed a lot of people's vision. Have you ever looked into that? I've I am opposed to lasers in my eyeballs. <laughs> well, what about laser eyes? <laughs> if I that'd can get, be pretty awesome. <laughs> that's my thing. Like 
Everything I have done, I try to put myself in the shoes of the person doing it. So, yeah. like, when I go to the tire store to get new tires, when I go to Mavis Tires, what's over here? <laughs> I look at the people, I'm like, I could see myself doing that. I would probably screw up a little bit and leave uh, something unscrewed every once in a while. So, I'll double check all that. Mm-hmm. Well, me doing laser eye surgery, I'm going to put somebody's eye out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, they say that's pretty rare. Yeah, but I would do it. And I but would be the, be, the one, one. Yes. be the rare one. You'd be the rare one. Yeah. And yeah. then I do have to get those little glasses like the laser eye guy has. What's the superhero guy? The Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. I would have to get those. <laughs> and I don't want that. Everybody would call you X-Man. And it would make <laughs> you so angry. <laughs> right now, my prescription, I need to go to the eye doctor. I have to take my glasses off to read stuff mm-hmm. like on my desk or in front of me that I'm holding in my hands. And I need to go to the eye doctor and get some bifocals or whatever. But I, it'll be three years forever. I will take my glasses <laughs> off for the rest for like three years before it gets too much of an annoyance for me to go. I'm not getting laser eye surgery. That's crazy talk. I've got a friend named Daniel, and he did a two-year trip to Afghanistan, of all places. Mm-hmm. Not in the military. He went as a, as a missionary. Okay, he that's brave. To, he went over there to convert. Sure. The very people who hate America. (laughs) You love Jesus if you're doing that. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I commend him. He said that before he went, uh, the IMB, International Missions Board, they fixed, they paid for him to get eye surgery. Okay. Because they, him going over to Afghanistan, they didn't want him to smash his glasses and then just be SOL because the area that he was going to, there's like, there's like villages. Yeah. And none of them are eye doctors. Yeah, right. No eye doctors. <laughs> so, you can't go down to Lens Crafters to get you a new pair of glasses. But I just remember he said when he first got over there, like the eye doctor told him after he fixed it that he's like, you should have 2020 vision. Actually, I technically fixed it a little bit better than 2020 vision. So he said the first two weeks he was over there, he was just like, I can see that all the way over there. <laughs> See, I'm not too blind without my glasses. I could drive to Birmingham without my glasses. Mm -hmm. You know, I I can function without glasses, but Deidre can't. You know, if she were to lose her glasses, she's easy pickings. You could walk up and punch her in the face. You wouldn't even know it. That's going to get you when the apocalypse rolls. I know. I know. I'm jettisoning my family. Hopefully, I'm. I think you have to. Hopefully, I'm with my second Kapowski family. Must, her name. Of course I'm taking the, her name. The name of her TV character's name. <laughs> yeah. Of John Kapowski. John Kapowski. <laughs> I make her call me Zach all the time. <laughs> I put some frosted tips in my hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, only you will find this funny. Hudson was dressed like Ralph Cavanus at church this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's the one who noticed it. He like leaned over because they were up on the stage singing. He was like, "Me and Mr. Ralph are dressed like each other." <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything <laughs> other than you and I would find that funny. Yeah. All right, let's talk about news, let's man. Do it. What you got? Uh, let's see. Today, I got a lady who is attacked by a hawk and a snake at the same time. We're going to talk about a uh, foot massages. Okay. Everybody loves foot massages. And um, we're going to talk about Argentinian football fans. Okay. 
I have a story about Hank the Tank. I have a story about the mayor of Tampa going fishing for cocaine. (laughs) But I wanted to start with this one. California Y Company loses products over illegal fermenting process. Okay. You said that you saw the headline. I did. Did you look into the story at all? Uh -uh, I just saw that they were fermenting uh, wine out in the sea. A California-based wine company lost more than 2,000 bottles of wine and other alcoholic beverages to the city government after illegally fermenting their product in the ocean. Ocean Fathoms was required to turn over their stash to the Santa Barbara District Attorney's Office as part of their plea agreement, the District Attorney's Office wrote in a press release Wednesday. Local wastewater treatment plants took care of the alcohol and the glass bottles were recycled. I wonder what they mean by took care of. Yeah, right. No, they're like, hey, <laughs> Jim. They, you think they had a party down at the wastewater treatment? They're like, how many of these can we get in our trunk? You know? <laughs> the disposal, a disposal of Ocean Fathoms wine was the result of a plea agreement where two of the three founders pled guilty to three misdemeanor, char- misdemeanor charges for illegally discharging material into U.S. waters, selling alcohol without a license, in addition to aiding and abetting investor fraud, the press release said. According to the attorney's office, Emmanuel Azarello, Todd Hahn, and Todd Hahn began to dump crates of wine one mile from the Santa Barbara coast as early as 2017. Now, this happened all the way back in 2017, but... We're just it's now not, getting around it's to just, it. And now it's an issue. They must somebody read a news article. They probably had like a you know California retailer magazine article. Just now getting to the point where they can sell it. True. And it's like, wait a minute, someone's yeah. making a lot of money here, right? And I'm not getting. I'm not getting any of it. <laughs> <laughs> they need a permit. Azarello, Azarello and Han did not obtain the necessary permits, of course, from the California Coastal Commission or the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers. Mm. Before placing the crates on the ocean floor, they don't support the troops. They That's what it sounds like. They didn't pay their protection money. That's, That's what it. they didn't pay. You got to pay the mob. Everybody <laughs> knows that. And by mob, we mean the government. The United States government. <laughs> yes. The biggest mob of them all. <laughs> the scariest one. Right. And people are upset about the government at all points in time. You yeah. know, well, you know, like if we were to make fun of Joe Biden, that would make people mad. Or so it make 50% of the people yeah, mad. If we were make fun of Donald Trump, it make the other 50%. And then you and I are like, it's a mob. And no one gets <laughs> mad at that. They're like, yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Like, so why are you wasting all this time and effort getting mad about whoever? You about know? whether it's Democrats or Republicans? Yeah, they're all in the same mob. <laughs> they're all in the same mob. Exactly. It's two ruling families That's that right. occasionally squabble with each other. Have a turf but war. they've got all of us under their thumb. Have a turf war over Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In Ohio. Ohio. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, The appeal of aging wine in the ocean to ocean fathoms was the idea of scarcity. Quote, a single bottle of rare and unique wine can engender unbroken dinner conversation, even though the rise of the next morning sun. However, to most, scarcity is expensive. To the affluent, it's simply part of, quote, the story, according to Ocean Fathom's website. Ooh. Yeah, the cases were left on the ocean floor for over a year, just long enough for a reef ecosystem to develop on the crates and the bottles. There you go. They got a picture here. I mean, come on. Yeah. Tell me you wouldn't pay $500 for a bottle that looks <laughs> Shoot, like that. Yeah, I would shoplift one it in a heartbeat. It looks like it came straight out of Davy Jones' locker. Yes. <laughs> 
The motive for engaging in this unlawful operation was financial, and the people's complaint alleged that nearly every aspect of their business was conducted in violation of state and federal law, the attorney's office wrote. Uh, The business partners began to sell the bottles of wine for about $500 a bottle, despite the Food and Drug Administration warning that the wine was not fit for human consumption because it was submerged in the ocean and potentially contaminated. Hmm. Sounds like they're not getting their cut. Yeah. (laughs) Potentially contaminated. Well, I don't understand why the business couldn't go, well, why don't you fine us the cost of the permit plus penalty and we just keep all our stuff? Why y'all got to take it from us? You know? That's a good question. Y'all to just be a mean at this point. Hmm. If what we're doing is wrong, let us make it right. And then we'll sell that to recoup some of our costs for all that. And going forward, we know what the rules are, so we're going to keep them. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll build that into our cost. Uh, it says Ocean Fathoms advertised that it would be donating a portion of its benefits to a local environmental nonprofit, but there was no evidence to indicate that any donations occurred. I mean, that's all businesses. That's not just Ocean Fathoms, is it? Well, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Uh, The pair were required to pay one of their investors back, and they are not allowed to continue operating their business in any way that violates state or federal law, which I feel like we didn't really get an answer on this. Like, hypothetically, if we wanted to sell Earth Oddity Ocean Fermented Wine. Sure. You know, we're going to have to start going to Methodist churches, number one. <laughs> it's inconceivable <laughs> that we would do such a thing. But if we did, yeah. like, what do we have to do to keep it all above board? I don't know, but Lake Tuscaloosa, why? My work. <laughs> if we keep it off the coast of Alabama, are we like, cool, is it just because this happened in California? I would think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and we talked about it before we went on there. I think the problem is that a reef starts forming and then you're removing it. Right. So... But the reef wouldn't be there in the beginning, like ever, if right. it wasn't for the wine. Sure. Yeah. But once, like, endangered coral starts growing on it and you're pulling it up off the bottom, then you got a problem. Hmm. I get that portion of it. I just don't know why they confiscated everything from them. Right. Instead of going, all right, well, the permit costs $1,000, and here's a $5,000 fine for doing it for an entire year without one or whatever the penalty is. And y'all going about your business. And now you got a permit that's good for 12 months and you can renew next year. We'll re-examine it. What started all this? Do you remember? I think it was several years back. They found the shipwreck. They yeah. apparently had some wine right. that had been down there for, for forever, 200 years. Yeah. And then they sold it. Yes. And it was going for like these crazy hundreds of thousands of dollars a bottle. Yeah. Is that what started all this? Of course. That, <laughs> that and the devil who wants everybody to be drunk. <laughs> Break up families, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it for these guys. Come to Alabama. <laughs> you could probably get away with it down here. So if they had sunk a ship yeah. and it had stayed down there for 200 years, would it be okay then? Maybe. And <laughs> like their grandkids could have gone and got it. With up. the proper permits, probably. <laughs> the government's going to get their money. That's it. That's what all it comes <laughs> that's down what to. It comes down to. You have to pay the government hush money. Yeah. If you're in business, that's how it works. They'll just come in and be like, "I would need two hundred dollars for whatever," and you're mm-hmm. just like, "Well, let me pay it to you so you get out of my hair and let me try to make some money." This is how it works. The, and no one is beyond their grasp. No, with the exception of Elron Hubbard. 
Well, he was smart enough to make it a religion, you know? (laughs) He's the only one that took on the IRS and came out on top. L. Ron Hubbard was like, you know what's a good idea? (laughs) Let's just turn this whole book thing into a religion. I got tax money. I'm not paying taxes ever again. Which, I mean, he did get it after his death, but still. Oh, (laughs) I'm proud of him. It's ridiculous. The tax system in the United States is ridiculous. I know it is probably a lot better here than I other don't know. places. Is it? I, I would imagine if you lived like uh, you know, let's pit, let's say Canada. At least they can probably tell you what you owe instead of us having to do all right. the figuring ourselves for them to tell us, "Well, you're wrong. You owe us more, mm-hmm. or you paid us too much, whatever." So that's ridiculous, right? I'm flat tax all the way. I always have been. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen. No, but because it makes too much sense. <laughs> it's too simple. It's too simple. All the tax experts would be out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> it would literally put all of those people out of a job. They could go into doing whatever. I mean, there's more to accounting than just tax law. It's a lot it of it. just so happens here in America, that's most of it. It's a lot of it. <laughs> well, um, Real quick, I know you always hear the argument, the reason we can't do a flat tax is because rich people would benefit. Yeah, 10% to a rich person is different than 10% to a poor person. But their 10% is going to be more than a poor person's 10%. Way more. So, I don't know. I don't don't get it. To me, 10% is 10%. It's good enough for God. It's good enough for the government. (laughs) Well, I don't think that – I I mean, I have no idea – I have a sneaking suspicion Uncle Sam couldn't squeak by on 10%. No, of course not. More than that. <laughs> we just approved like a billion more dollars to go to Ukraine. We did? Oh, of course. Again? We're, we will be paying money to Ukraine, to this proxy war we're running in Ukraine, yes. until President Biden's out of office. Like, if you you want the war to stop in Ukraine, get Biden out of office. Here's the question, though. If we get, if, if he does, I mean, well, he could die. Oh, I yeah. I don't want that to happen. No, I'm just of course saying, not. I'm, I'm, my only point is he is getting way up yeah. there in age. If he dies, it's going to ruin TV for like a week. <laughs> we can't have that. A big brother's just now getting fired up again. I can't watch all. I can't watch a bunch of lying in state and all that. But I'm just saying, you know how politicians work. What happens when the next guy comes in and he just keeps right on doing it? I don't think. I don't think that'll happen. You don't think it'll happen? Yeah, because I hope you're correct, sir. At their core, Democrats are anti-war. They've just forgotten it right now. You know. <laughs> well, how do we remind them? Well, we just need to remind them. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys are against war. Hey, Democrats. Yeah. You're anti-war. Yeah. You what's going on? Always have been. Always. You finally have us on your side. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we finally you convinced us with a with our twenty year foray into Afghanistan and Iran. <laughs> Christopher Sullivan speaking on behalf. Of all Republicans, yes, we're sorry, guys. Yes. <laughs> Our bad. bad. You were right. Yes. War is bad. It's very bad. Can we quit sending billions of dollars to yeah. Ukraine? Let's negotiate peace over there. Yeah, whatever that may be. <laughs> huh. how, how about this? <laughs> Never thought I would say this, but you know what? Instead of giving Ukraine billions of dollars, I think I'd rather have government health care. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, we have a lot of stuff we need. <laughs> yes. All right, we're at the point of a country uh, 
where we need to be like, well, we got to take care of us right now. You know, no, that don't mean we're going to forget about the rest of the world. We just need a little bit of time. We got to get our house in order over here. We've forgotten about a lot of stuff. Got crumbling infrastructure, <laughs> all that. Let's get all this stuff running really well. And then let's get back to helping the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, for, but for now, uh, let's let Germany and all these other com- countries figure this stuff out. Let's maybe not get Germany involved in any kind of war. <laughs> they have a bad track record. They tried to take over the world twice. Yeah. Twice. And helped us go to the moon. So there you go. Anyways, let's talk about Argentina. Okay. Argentina cracks down on football fans who tear up money to taunt the locals. So you thought the SEC was bad. <laughs> Classic. Yes. Ripping up money. The practice has become a common way for fans of clubs from elsewhere in South America to taunt home teams about the value of the Argentinian peso. The country has been in economic difficulty for years with soaring inflation. I know how it feels. (laughs) (laughs) Fans caught tearing up a peso bill will face up to 30 days in prison. Uh, tearing up money as a provocation has been used in particular by fans of clubs from Brazil and Chile or Chile. Right. Argentina's Agency for the Prevention of Violence in Sports said the practice violates existing laws that prohibit, quote, increment incitement to quarrel at, uh, unquote, at a sporting event and provocations that will disturb public order. Offending fans will be detained by local law enforcement, and their clubs may also be punished if the problem persists. Uh, Argentina's annual inflation rate has risen steeply in recent years, and early this year passed 100% for the first time since the end of the hyperinflation of the early 90s. Hmm. So you thought we had it bad here. This is where we're headed. Oh, yeah. I mean... Give us a decade. The the inflation rate has gotten better. Yeah. We got to give them that. It sure. It's gotten better. Yeah. That said, still it is, bad. It's still high. Still real high. Also, I don't, I, people need to understand this because I'm not sure people understand this. When we talk about the inflation rate coming down, that don't mean prices are going back no. to what they were. Right. That just means they're not going up as fast as right. they were. That's exactly right. We're yeah. not back to pre. Biden, I mean, just because that's the marker, I don't think Biden's like in charge of. No, because he's I mean, the reason for all of our that's inflation. Say, the government passed two huge yeah, spending right. packages while Trump was still in office. Yes, so right. it's not it's not all him. Yeah, no, no, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But as like like that marker right. of Biden, prices aren't back to pre him, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I wouldn't put all of this on Biden's feet. I put it on Congress's feet. For Absolutely, sure. we got to do something. About our Congress. Like, that's the main problem. We have horrible congressmen for the most part. And they've been there for forever. Did you see the picture of uh, Diane Feinstein? Yeah, she handed over power of attorney to yeah. her daughter, but she's still voting on She's still on voting bills. on bills. That doesn't make sense. Can her daughter vote for her? That was a question I had. If she Like, hey, I have my mama's power of attorney. That's a good question because, I mean, I don't think California would vote another way. No, yeah, She right. wasn't. She wasn't elected. What if her daughter's like super conservative MAGA, <laughs> MAGA Trump? Well, now that's when they would do something about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's when that's when the government would step in and fix that. She makes the vote to impeach Biden, and they're like, all right, we can't have this anymore. <laughs> yeah, we need term limits. 
But yeah. I, now, Hudson said this. Like th- th- we had this conversation yesterday. He was like, "Why? Do, why do we have so many old people running the government?" I was like, "Well, because they get in there and people just keep voting for them." He's like, "Well, we need to limit the time they're in the office." I was like, "That's an excellent that makes idea. Perfect sense." It's like the problem with that is the people that I would have to vote that into law are the people that would be limiting themselves, and they'll never do it. And right. he was like, "Well, that doesn't make sense." I was like. That's how the system works, bud. <laughs> They're the mafia. To just quote George Carlin, it's a big club, yeah. and you ain't and in. You ain't in. Yeah, you might as well just go and live your life. <laughs> but I do find tearing up your, uh, a rival country's currency as a way to go. <laughs> that is kind of funny. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> we just beat you all in this match. That's beautiful. And your money's worthless. And your money <laughs> is so worthless, we're tearing it up. We've turned it into confetti. Could they, like... If they, can, I mean, they can't rip up money. Did it say was it any kind of destruction they're trying to? I just said us? tearing it up. But my other thing I was is about to say, okay, everybody, let's light our cigars with it. <laughs> <laughs> if they keep tearing up the money, then that will bring inflation down because there'll be less money <laughs> in circulation. Point, so they should say thank you. They're really helping the economy out. <laughs> Uh, f- South American football fans are nuts. You know, I mean, like, uh, really, soccer fans around the world are nuts. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, they're the only like soccer is the only thing that rivals the SEC in terms of passion. Right. And in South America, they'll like kill a goalie. You know, yeah, I've, we're not there yet. I remember seeing a, sto- a story where they uh, what are they, they they call them referees? What do they call them? The official? Yeah, I don't officials? know. I think they're refs or umpires or something. Yeah, I yeah. saw something where like one dude. They like cut his head off and put oh, yeah. it on a pike. Yeah. Yeah. Golly. You don't mess around. Well, you got to think you get a bunch of coked up gamblers <laughs> in a lawless country I mean, with the, inflation at 115%. What the else? The worst thing that's ever happened in the Southeast is a dad shot his son. Sure. <laughs> a guy poisoned a couple of oak trees. All right. <laughs> Which is worse. Uh, poison the oak trees is what everybody acted like was worse. Which he shouldn't have done that. I want to say that as an Alabama fan, I'm ashamed of Harvey Updike and what he did. But some of y'all's reaction was a little much. Y'all are crying <laughs> over some trees. Okay. Y'all are crying over some trees. Well, where are they, they going to throw their toilet paper? They got them too. They can roll now. <laughs> they got them. Uh, they've planted them and they, or you know, transplanted them, and they've gotten established. And all they said this year they can roll them. Okay. Yeah. Didn't they have some kind of like strut like art? Yeah, thing? they had like a concrete. It like a power pole. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what it was, but sure. I just remember somebody on Fine Palm was saying there was some kind of. A cult symbolism. <laughs> oh, I bet there was all kind of that. Uh, but you know, traditions in sports are important, and and that's an important tradition for Auburn. Just like you know, our most important tradition, which is winning. I won't fall to get here. So oh yeah, I'm just it's sitting a, here talking about it's it. close. I have been like watching horror movies, binging them. Have you watched the Johnny Manziel doc? That's on Netflix. No, I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty good. It's pretty but, good. I mean, if you were a sports fan, you pretty much already knew everything that was in it. The only thing I would like to say is he had people taking his drug test for him. Mm-hmm. So they should vacate the Texas A&M 2012 win against <laughs> Alabama. Just that one. That, that's the only one. We need to vacate that. And clearly on drugs, it's the only way he could have beat us the way he beat us that game. Okay. Well, speaking of drugs – 
Tampa mayor went fishing, caught 70 pound block of cocaine. Okay. There you go. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of cocaine. Yeah, 70 yeah. pounds. I mean, it's a good weekend's worth. <laughs> <laughs> An invasive species has been spotted in the Florida Keys, and it's not fish. It's not a python. It's a giant floating blocks of cocaine. One such block was called by Tampa mayor Jane Castor and her family during a late July fishing trip near the city of Marathon, according to the Tampa Bay Times, which originally reported the mayor's surprising haul on Tuesday. The family had been fishing for mahi-mahi when they spotted a large black object in the water. Castor, who spent 31 years working for the Tampa Police Department, immediately identified the plastic-wrapped package as cocaine. I wonder if she was like... Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smells just like cocaine, guys. <laughs> That's not <even> pure. <laughs> <clears throat> the family hauled their catch on board, cut through the wrappings, and found more than a million dollars worth of the drugs inside. Sure. Uh, the 70-pound haul was taken to shore where it was handed over to federal agents where they will... Uh, they will sell it they to fund sell it our in proxy South war. America to fund the CIA. <laughs> yeah, to fund the Ukraine war. <laughs> the Miami Border Patrol posted a photo of the drugs on social media and originally attributed the find to a recreational boater. But then, of course, they found out later that the anonymous boater, it, uh, it was identified in the Times when they reported the mayor's identity was Castor. Earlier in July, boaters stumbled across 62 pounds of cocaine and 87 pounds of hash- hashish. Is that, <laughs> yeah. What's that? Is that weed? Nailed it. Yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's How like, you say that? It's, well, hashish. Hashish. Yeah. Okay. Most people just call it hash. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, super concentrated weed. I, I, I don't know. I haven't had much dealings with it. <laughs> As for the mayor and her family, the white whale they caught and released into custody was nearly matched in size by the amount of lobsters they brought in, about 60, according to the Times. Okay. So congratulations, Mrs. Jane Castor. If It would be so hard if I found just 70 pounds of cocaine out in the middle of the ocean not to sell it myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Who would you sell it to? I'm guessing you have a whole network. Well, no, I... I I don't have a network, but it ain't hard to find people who, who want it. know somebody. Gotcha. They can get you in touch. Mm-hmm. And I just hit them with a, hey, I was out in the ocean. I found this is clearly cartel stuff, you know, but. Would you be worried at all that the cartel would come looking? No, but I would be. Here's the thing. If for me, let me get rid of it for 50000 I don't care if it's a million dollars worth of cocaine or what. They always overinflate all of that course. anyways. Yes. But. Say it's a million dollars worth of cocaine, street value. I was like, look, man, give me 50 grand just to get it off my hands. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy. That's 100% <laughs> profit for me. So it wouldn't be that hard. Somebody's going to get such a steal. Yeah. yeah. Just let them have it. And I'll be like, hey, next time I go fishing, if I find some more, I'll give you a call. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Just for the low finder's fee. Yeah. A little, <laughs> little bit of a finder's fee. Yeah. We'll get this house paid off. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But I guess if you're the mayor, you can't necessarily do that. You got to be like the mayor of New Orleans or somewhere to be able to get engaged in that type of activity. Right. Yeah. So, um, well, a Texas woman is mo- was mowing her lawn and she was attacked by a snake 
and a honk at the same time. Oh, man. I hate one of those things. Which one do you hate? The snake. The snake? <laughs> Have you had any more snakes around your property? No. Okay. No, I did. I was cutting the yard. It's been a while. But last time I was cutting the yard, a ring snake. Oh, yeah. A ring neck snake. Yeah. I caught it crawled up under the mower. and oh. I, I wasn't even trying to cut yeah. They're harmless. Right. It just, that's where it went. They're fun to play with. Yeah. Yeah. You can hold them. You let your kids hold them, all that. All right. A Texas woman is rattled but recovering after being viciously attacked by a snake and a hawk at the same time. You normally wouldn't see those two species team up like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're in the end times, Tiny. <laughs> when the hawk and the snake team up against humanity. That's right. And do the devil's bidding. <laughs> Peggy Jones, 64, was mowing her lawn with her husband at around 8 p.m. in the evening on the 25th of July, less than an uh, in Silsby, Texas, less than an hour from the Louisiana border, when a large snake fell from the sky and landed on her. Oh, no. The snake, which had been dropped by a hawk, wrapped itself around her arm and was then properly joined by the hawk, which was keen to retrieve its lunch and began to attack Jones, the local Community oh, newspaper said. was trying to drop it to kill it, and then it landed on Yeah, it landed right on her. <laughs> and he went down. I was like, oh, that's mine. <laughs> Finders keepers. No, you can have it, dude. You can <laughs> have it. Let's see. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> I got so choked up. Uh, Jones told the paper, I was violently shaking my arm and trying to get the snake off. And he just wrapped and squeezed tighter and tighter. <laughs> All the while, the snake was striking her in the face, causing her ah! eyeglasses to chip and spewing a liquid, which she assumes was venom, she, she recalled. <laughs> oh, no. The hawk was darting in and out, grabbing for the snake, Jones told the paper. His wings were slapping me while he was <laughs> clawing at the snake. And that's where the deeper cuts and rips came from. <laughs> Why am I laughing? This, this isn't funny. Uh, Jones said the hawk retreated and returned to its prey about four times, slapping her in the face with his wings. <laughs> I'm screaming during this the whole time. Help me, Jesus. Please help me, Jesus. Peggy. I would have said the same. <laughs> Hearing his wife screams, his husband, Wendell, rode over to her on his mower he was shocked by what he saw. <laughs> he rode over on his mower. Like yeah, no, was, he didn't get off and run. That was the fastest way he could get over there. He put it in rabbit to get <laughs> over there. Uh, Jones was crying and running towards him in a zigzag pattern. Her, <laughs> because she's got a hawk coming after her. <laughs> her arm was bloody with stab wounds from the hawk's talon. The snake was four and a half feet long by Wendell's estimate. Eventually, the hawk flew off with the snake for good. Um, she was taken to the emergency room by her husband following the incident. She said doctors asked her if she was on drugs after hearing the story. <laughs> A 64-year-old lady named Peggy's on drugs. <laughs> what kind of, did they say what kind of snake it was? No, it doesn't say. It says, oh, uh, no. after assuring them the story was true, she was given antibiotics and her arm was bandaged. But luckily, the doctors determined she was not bitten by the snake. Although she was healing physically, Jones called the attack scary and traumatic, but is grateful to be alive. 
I felt it was by the grace of God I'm still alive and able to tell my story <laughs> on the wings of eagles. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you do in that situation. I would be screaming and running around too, of course. I was going to say, I would, the only thing, and I hope, hopefully, I would be thinking clearly enough, but you got to get the snake off. Yeah. First, right? like that's the cause that's, of all your problems. <laughs> that's. That's step one. That's problem one. Get the snake off of you. (laughs) Which I don't know if a snake were to drop on me, I don't think it could wrap around me before I could get it off of me. Right. You know, like just one good sling. Yeah. You'd get it away from me. So, but I'm not 64 years old and it doesn't fall from the sky either. Man. Yeah. You know, first you're like, what's that? Oh, it's a snake. And then it's immediately a hawk's in your face. (laughs) Slapping you in the face with his wing. (laughs) There's a hall wasn't trying to hurt her. He was just trying to get a snake back, yeah. you know, but it still hurt her. I wonder, did the hawk think that this lady was trying to take <laughs> so You got my dinner. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to slap you in the face till you let go of it. <laughs> <My wings>. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, for our snake handling Christian friends, y'all don't be outside <laughs> doing it. Y'all don't get lit up by a hawk. Yeah, that's wow. That's a story for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. Y'all remember that time Mom all got attacked by a snake and a hawk at the same time <laughs> mowing the grass? <laughs> and Pawpaw riding over on his lawnmower. What if he took her to the emergency room on his lawnmower? <laughs> he had a trailer behind him. He was picking up sticks. <laughs> Just getting a trailer, Peggy. <laughs> we go into the emergency room. Oh man, that's crazy. That is, that's crazy. Well, what was uh the lady that was uh they said her husband pushed her down the staircase? You know, it was a whole oh, Netflix thing. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name, but yeah, there's a documentary called yeah. Staircase. Yeah, and they said she may have gotten attacked by an, an owl. owl. That's one yeah. of the many theories about what happened. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't know. There's a hawk been hanging out outside of work. We used to have one in this neighborhood a lot, but I hadn't seen it in a while. We. One in our, I mean, it may have been the same one, but it's in our backyard about yeah. a week back. Okay, cool. Yeah. I want it to be around here. Mm-hmm. I figured with this big field, there's got to be plenty of mice and everything else. Yeah, you would think. Yeah, but they'll take care of your snakes oh, and yeah. rodents and hawks. I'm a pro, I'm pro hawk. I love hawks. <laughs> I do too. I take the hawk. I don't side. know if I'd want one slapping me in the face with his no, wings. I'd try to break his neck. <laughs> but right. on the on the whole, yes, I'm a fan of hawks myself. I've told about my brother killing a hawk, right? No. All right, so we're I was real little. This is how life used to be growing up. <laughs> we we're over at my great grandparents and we took some guns and we were hunting. Or right. he really him and my cousin were more me. I was pretty young. I remember when I was a kid getting my BB gun and no, these going, are like air quotes here hunting. No, these were like twenty twos and oh, okay. and so they were, twenty gauge shotguns. They were show enough guns. Yeah, okay. And he shot a hawk, which is against the law, <laughs> especially then. Hawks have made time. a huge yeah. comeback. But of course, he didn't know and brought it up to the house. So, anyways, they cut the talons off of it, the feet off of it. You can tie ropes to the tendons and make it get you and he did that to me tortured me forever <laughs> with it yeah anyways so uh can't do nothing to him <laughs> if you want to call your local law enforcement agency can't do nothing to him yeah. so yeah i've killed a endangered species. i've been party you to were, a, yeah you were an to accessory someone. to yeah. a killing of an endangered species i don't think they're endangered anymore though yeah well that's good 
Yeah. Glad to hear it. He said they were hunting squirrels. He shot it, shot at it once and missed. It didn't fly. And he got it on the second one. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of animals, are you familiar with Hank the Tank? That's a bear, right? It is a bear. He is behind 21 home invasions. He has been captured near Lake Tahoe. All right. So put him in prison. <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do with him? Turn I him mean, into a rug? He broke the law, right? Yeah, he's got to pay, right? <laughs> he should do at least, what would you say, 10 years? Sure. Put him 10? in a zoo. Put him in the Birmingham Zoo. <laughs> a large black bear who is believed to be a notorious bandit and a hungry, uninvited house guest was apprehended by wildlife biologists on Friday. Authorities in the town of South Lake Tahoe, California, have been on the lookout for an exceptionally large animal's since February 2022, after they reported that one single male bear had been the cause of 152 reports of conflict behavior, including 28 home break-ins. Well, they said 21 in the headline, yeah. so he's picked up seven more since. <laughs> they referred to the animal as Hank the Tank, setting off the Internet's affection. Now, y'all, this is one weird thing about the internet. Sure. Where we like to, animals that are misbehaving and doing bad things, we feel like we have to defend them for some reason. Well, if you got a cool name, it helps. It does. Like Hank the Tank. If this was Gerald the Bear, people wouldn't be as fired up about but it. But remember when we did the story about the uh, whales that were sinking boats? Yeah, the killer whales. Yeah. Yeah. The number of times I heard people say, well, this is just because people are bad. Yeah. You shouldn't have boats. Well, I think most yeah. people were just excited that rich people were having their yachts attacked. <laughs> and that's acceptable, in my opinion. Right. That's a good thing to be excited about. Well, if you're if you're a billionaire, you should build your yacht with anti-whale sure. technology. Yeah, put a harpoon on that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You got to start showing them who's boss again. They forgot. <laughs> they forgot. We can hunt them to extinction real quick. We almost did. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and for the goodness of and, our hearts. And the reason we didn't is because we stopped. That's right. That's the only reason. We found something better than whale oil. <laughs> but we can get back to using it if y'all force us to. Say, they say we're getting low on the other stuff. That's right. So. We'll go right back into it. <laughs> y'all want to start burning whale oil again? <laughs> Stop hitting our boats. <laughs> Leave our luxury yachts alone. That's pretty good stuff right there. I like that. <laughs> Leave our billionaires alone. Uh, it turns out those initial assessments based solely on visual information were conflating three bears with a similar pattern of behavior. Ah. So it wasn't just Hank the Tank. Yeah, he was. he's getting pinned for all the crimes. Yes. DNA testing confirmed that the bear captured on Friday, who is formerly known as Bear 64F, was a female behind at least 21 cases of breaking and entering. What's more, she was tree passing. She was trespassing with three young cubs in tow. Oh, so man, she's she's she, bringing her kids yeah, into this I, I life mean, of crime. That's like a a single mom shoplifting from Dollar General with her babies. You know, <laughs> yes, that's just that's how they learn. Yeah, put put it in the babies. Like, yeah, put it underneath. Exactly, put it underneath their car seat or whatever. <laughs> yeah. The agency typically euthanizes so-called conflict bears due to the significant risk they pose to the community, but Bear 64F is no ordinary conflict bear. The more homes that were vandalized in the ritzy waterfront community of Tahoe Keys is about 100 miles east of Sacramento. The more the, more the public came to the defense of Hank the Tank, here you go, this is what I'm talking about, uh, 
uh, blaming the bear's behavior on unsecured garbage cans and habitat encroachment. The CDFW cited widespread interest in Bear 64F as the reason it intends to as the reason that it intends to relocate her to a Colorado sanctuary city where she has received, received veterinary clearance. I added this city for y'all. <laughs> Taking a page right out of Ron DeSantis's book. Well, that's what I'm saying is uh, they should just dump it like up in the tundra of Canada or something. You know, there ain't any houses, you know, much around. And, right. Let nature take its course. Either it makes it or it doesn't. Evolve bear. Yeah, right. <laughs> you better learn how to find your own food outside of robbing people. <laughs> Colorado Governor Jared Polis welcomed the move in a tweet saying that he welcomed Henrietta the tank. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see about that when she comes around your mansion. <laughs> yeah. That's what they all say <laughs> until Governor Abbott starts busting them in. <laughs> the three male cubs who tagged along on several break-ins will also be re- relocated and rehabilitated, and the CDFW hopes that it can one day be returned to the wild, having regained a fear of humans. So we gotta, yeah, we gotta teach them the fear. Sure, I want to be on that. Job. <laughs> I, want, I want that job. <laughs> you probably could handle a bear. You're bear size now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When it's a cub. Well, yeah, like or like a, a small brown bear. You could probably tussle with it mm-hmm. and come out on top. I could see you with suplexing one. But <laughs> <laughs> you putting one in a figure four. You need to fear us. <laughs> That's right. You and the whales are getting uppity. <laughs> They're going to teach us some humility. We will hunt. I will have a bear claw necklace tonight <laughs> if you do not settle down. While I eat bear claws. That's right. <laughs> We'll be rendering your fat, all that good stuff. <laughs> Which I've never had bear, but I've heard it's tasty. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard it's very good, especially after they've been eating on blueberries and stuff for yeah. a while. <laughs> I was referring to the donut, but uh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I was talking about the real bear. <laughs> Bears uh, are back in Alabama. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. You're seeing sightings all the time. Bears and gators both. They just caught two... I think they were 15-foot gators, one uh, in the Alabama River and one in the Mobile River over the mm-hmm. weekend. So, Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was at work. I heard somebody saying that uh, somebody shot a gator, and the game warden was trying to figure out who done it. They yeah. trying to track them down. And yeah, I, I think they're still protected. Like, you yeah, got to yeah, have can't, permits can't to fish them and all that. Yeah. FYI, anyone listening to this. Don't you, molest the gators. You, don't molest the gators. That's right. If you do... You can get in trouble for you it. You get in big trouble for There's it. There's a Photoshop picture of me floating around holding a gator out on a boat somewhere in an undisclosed location. But that was a stuffed animal. That's all Photoshop. <laughs> you can't believe it's AI is what it is. <laughs> you can't believe everything you see. I did that. <laughs> I circulated right. that photo. <laughs> oh. It was a Photoshop of me doing that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about somebody else breaking into homes. Okay. California man arrested for breaking into homes and rubbing women's feet while they sleep. Man. <laughs> Just getting uh, The feet people are the weirdest of all the people. <laughs> like, even the trans pansexuals look at feet people and be like, those folks are weird. You know what gets me? People will defend Hank the Tank. Sure. And whales destroying boats. Yeah. Before they'll defend this dude, though. Yeah, he's just trying to help people out. 
He knows the ladies have had a long day. <laughs> who, who wouldn't want to, like, foot yeah, massage? Exactly. <laughs> a California man is currently behind bars after he broke into two state line resort condominiums in Nevada and fondled women's feet while they were asleep. 26-year-old Mark Anthony Gonzalez uh, allegedly broke into the condos on July 1st and 3rd and positioned himself at the foot of the victim's beds. He fled the scene when women when the women woke up and confronted him, uh, <laughs> according to the Douglas County Sheriff's Office. The Sheriff's Office said they were able to identify Gonzalez via forensic techniques. <laughs> probably left some, sounds like he left probably some, left some discharge behind. <laughs> sounds like he left DNA behind. <laughs> <laughs> he was arrested at his residence on Tuesday on charges of burglary and battery. According to the release, Gonzalez is also the suspect uh, of numerous crimes in Merced County, California. Those crimes include theft of women's shoes, trespassing, and sexual self-gratification. I didn't know that was a crime. (laughs) (laughs) 13-year-old John would have gotten life in prison. (laughs) Investigators said his crime seemed to be escalating in nature. Um, Gonzalez was held in the jail with a bail set at $50,000, and the Sheriff's Department said it was extremely pleased that the suspect had been arrested. These types of crimes are especially alarming to a community, and being able to make an arrest allows the victims of the community to feel safe again. Which they're right. This dude's just, mm-hmm. if he went from stealing shoes to breaking into ladies' houses and rubbing on their feet, the next thing you know, he's going to. Who gonna, knows what's next? He's going to chop somebody's feet off and take them home with him or something like that. So we need to get him behind bars. Mm-hmm. But also. Can we not relocate him? <laughs> We got to teach him the fear of women again. Yeah, right. (laughs) And then rehabilitate him and rewild him. You got to teach him the fear of women where they just make fun of your like penis size (laughs) and your income or lack thereof and all that. Yes. Tell you you're pathetic. Yeah. Yeah. You're stupid. You can't figure anything out. And no woman would ever want to let him rub their feet. Why can't you be more like my dad? Yeah. You never have any good ideas. Never, never, never a good idea. Yeah, you just basically we need to get him married. I don't respect you. (laughs) We'll just tear him down. Then we'll let him watch the Kirk Cameron firefighter movie to build him back up. What was the name of that movie? Fireproof. Fireproof. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Build him back up. Yeah. Kurt Cameron. <laughs> right right when he's getting to the stage where he starts going on Reddit. Oh, yeah. And like the incel community. You see him buy a fedora. That's when you got to pull him out of <laughs> That's it. That's when you pull him back and show him book, uh, fireproof. fireproof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Courageous if you have time. If you if you can fit it in. <laughs> well, um, I don't know what I'd do if I woke up with somebody rubbing on my feet. I mean, that's a good question. I might be like, oh, I kind of like it. <laughs> I would know that it wasn't Tara. Yeah. Has your <laughs> wife ever given you a foot massage? Uh, 
I mean, maybe once or twice. Never. She was not a fan. No, no. They want you to rub their feet a lot. They don't want to rub yours. There's a few other things in a marriage that works that way, too. I'm just talking about feet. I don't think it's fair at all. Like, oh, I'll rub my feet. I've had a long day at work. I'm like, well, I've had a long, like, 18 years at work. <laughs> Whatever. Well, now we, on the heels of that, let's talk about Cajun Curl by You Blend of Spice. He got it. That was, that was a pulling for Kevin. <laughs> Kansas, old Kansas City Kevin out there. Um, we want to thank our sponsor, world famous Cajun Curl by You Blend of Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice right there on the website. It was created on the Evangeline Parish in Louisiana, and it goes, it's a seasoning that goes well on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, hawk, snake, bear, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, South's Finest Meats, and at the Piggly Wiggly's, on Lurling Wallace in Northport and down in Taylorville on 69 South. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by Uland Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John, we don't have any voicemails this week. Oh. But that's a good thing this okay. week. Okay. Because we have weeks of material from the website. Oh, yeah, that's right. stacked up because last time we met, we didn't have internet access here. Right. And I don't know what the deal is. I think the the email account that I use for the show, earthoddity at planetmail.net, I think it only shows maybe new emails or maybe if I have them flagged, it don't show them. Right. It's not showing up in that, but I have them all here on my desktop. Okay. So, well, let's go. We're going to, we're going to take some time to catch up uh, and I'm just going to take them as, as, as they came in. Our first question comes from Tim and he says, does anyone know your deepest, darkest secret? No, no, no. no I mean, if you were expecting me to tell it now, I'm not. I bet Jesus knows that secret, yeah, John. God does, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is one of the reasons they put Jesus on the cross. <laughs> I'm, we're just being frank. <laughs> right. Yeah. I would say precisely one other person. Okay, yeah. My deepest, darkest secret. Next question comes from Phoebe. She says, what is the first question that you will ask God when you get to heaven? Do you know my deepest, darkest secret? <laughs> I'm kidding. And he's like, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, why do you think I sent Jesus down there? Uh, <laughs> I, is Bigfoot real? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. 
Where's Bigfoot? Is he up here too? Yeah. <laughs> what if what if St. Peter's like, well, you know, some people claim they see him. <laughs> we haven't found like a good photograph. We've got one picture is very blurry. <laughs> An angel took it in 1946. <laughs> Every once in a while, you see an extra set of footprints in the sand. It could be Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah. so we asked Jesus about it, but he don't want to talk about he, it. He's, 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 says no comment. <laughs> we filed freedom of information requests yeah. with God. So far, they've yet to produce any documents. <laughs> and we're all, even in heaven, we're like, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, that would be, I don't really know. What would be your first question? It, it's hard for me to think about me having like a one-on-one yeah. Q&A session with the Lord Almighty. But if I did have the opportunity, I think probably the question that I've stressed over, well, maybe not stressed, but I've probably thought about, I've wasted more time thinking about this question than any other, Yeah, would be, can you explain to me, can you make my feeble, finite human mind somehow understand the interconnectedness of like your sovereignty slash scientific determinism yeah and like free will like can you explain to me how all that works out i, I thought about yeah you i would just be like hey god the calvinists aren't right right <laughs> he would say they're half right yeah, they're somewhat <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i don't know it's, <laughs> I'd probably be like, uh, I, I don't know, how old's the Earth? You know, that might be one. <laughs> can can we nail it down to a specific time frame here? And Jesus is like, oh, don't go spreading this around now. <laughs> don't tell anybody I said this. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me, but it's like a million years old. <laughs> it's like four point three billion years old. But I, now that didn't come from me. <laughs> <laughs> or what if? Uh, who's that dude? <laughs> Ken Hoven? Yes. No, 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 no. The dude with the ark. What's his oh, name? Ham. Yes, yeah. Ken Ham. Yeah. What if Ken Ham's right? And the Lord's like, I put all those bones there just to throw y'all off. Yeah. I've just been messing with you this whole time. I have a great sense of humor. <laughs> it was a test of faith, just like Ken Ham told y'all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of good stuff, uh, but... I feel like if I were to have any conversation one-on-one with God, it would just be me apologizing (laughs) over and over for the rest of eternity. Yes, thank you for not dealing with me. As you should have. As you should have. (laughs) Yeah, that 100% would be it. I'm a big idiot. (laughs) Next question says, uh, this comes from Mr. Grateful Dead. We're pretty mediocre. Okay. (laughs) says John. Do you really believe believe that Frida? How do you say that last name? Frida. Oh, Carlo. Carlo was from yeah Argentina. Uh, Do you? Well, I don't know where she's from. I know she's not from the United States, and she's from south of us. That's all the same country to me. If only there was a way. Yeah, (laughs) we could find out. I don't know. I watched the Selma Hayek movie with her. That's the extent (laughs) of my knowledge. Like 30 years ago, it's yeah. one movie. So I don't know. And I know she's on top of the Mexican restaurant. Maybe she's from Mexico. <laughs> Maybe she's from Guatemala. <laughs> El Salvador. I don't know. Could be Panamanian. Pan- Panam- 
Mamian. Yeah. Panamania. <laughs> that. The Panamaniacs. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Next comes from Mr. Struggle Against American Exceptionalism. <laughs> it says, Tiny, a couple weeks ago, you said that the U.S. invented the motor car. Can you name the American who did so, please? Yeah, that was Henry Ford. Yes. <laughs> he may not have invented it right. ground up. But I would still maintain that the motor car, as we know it today, is a direct descendant from the Model T. Yeah. I.e., a horseless carriage that is designed and mass-produced for the consumer. Yes. Yeah. So we pretty much invented it. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> we may not have invented it, but we made it. The We perfected it. Yeah, I mean... There's a lot of stuff. I, I actually, I did. Uh, I did read the Wikipedia article. There was some early inventions that involved steam, but like steam engines were so heavy that it just wasn't feasible. Right. Even though there was a few of them that existed for like to get around on steam. Yeah. And then I think there was like two guys who like filed patents on the same day for like a steam powered car. And then somebody invented the in, the internal combustion engine. Who who invented that? I have no idea. Siri, who invented the internal combustion engine? Here's what I found from encyclopedia.com. Nikolaus Otto built the first practical internal combustion engine in 1867. Where was Nicholas Otto from? Nicholas Otto was born in Holzhausen and Durheim. I have no idea where that uh, is. It sounds German. Sounds American to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think German is our biggest nationality descendants over here. You oh, know? really? Yeah. Huh. We got a ton of Germans in the United States or the people of German descent. Yeah. Strange we didn't get along better in the past. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it was cousins fighting cousins. <laughs> uh, it was a war of father against brother. That's right. Against son. Against yeah. son. All right. Next question comes from Mr. A Real Question. John, on the first Grateful Dead album, there is a mention of Josie Wales in the song Cream Puff War. Uh, does that name, or does that, well, is that familiar? I know the song, but I don't remember any lyrics referring to Josie Wales in that song. He says the album was just a few years before the book or the movie about Josie Wales. Is this the same character? And then uh, did the greatness of the Grateful Dead inspire the name of the book or movie, The Outlaw Josie Wales? I can't really see any info on the internet and hope the deadhead could help. Anyway, guys, thanks for the show. Hope you have a great day today and tomorrow, too. Well, if you can't find any information on the internet, it of exist. course, Earth Audit <laughs> Podcast is where you come. I don't know. I don't. First of all, I don't know that I've listened to that album in years. So, But I don't remember the lyrics being in there. I did a cursory Google and didn't see the see it in the lyrics, but that I mean like it's not something that's in the background or you know what people people do all kind of crazy stuff in the sixties when they're recording records. So, yeah. did you listen to the song? I not before the podcast, no. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. I will investigate and report back if I remember. I suppose. Look, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay, I'm just a dummy talking into a microphone, but it's possible. I think it's one of either two things. One, it's like a later edition of the song. Maybe so. You know, sometimes uh, singer-songwriters will go back and switch some stuff around because they get a better idea later on. Yeah. Or two, Jerry Garcia is a time-traveling guy from the future. Yeah. Yeah, that part's true. (laughs) 
Him and Elvis and Tupac all live in Cuba together. <laughs> right. And have been for forever. Yeah. So, yeah. What what Cuba, like back in the 1920s? No, I'm talking down in Hale County. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> down in Hale County, Alabama. I was thinking they were living in Cuba, but it was before the communist revolution <laughs> down there. Sure. <laughs> But Supposedly, yeah. uh, Cuba used to be like a huge vacation. It was, place. yeah, yeah. It was like Jamaica or anywhere else mm-hmm. that rich people just went to to vacation. Like people would get sick with tuberculosis here and go to Cuba to try to heal because of the climate, you know. Mm-hmm. But and now people try to float over here on garbage. Right. To but they got it. free health care, tiny. <laughs> they got free health care, <laughs> so they're better than us. I remember what was that guy's name who made that movie. Michael Moore. Oh, which one? The one he about made a bunch of them, yeah, but yeah. the one about them having good health care is all about health care. Oh, sicko! Yeah, was the name of the documentary. Yeah, I didn't see that one, but it was like bashing American. Yeah, our capitalist. Head. Yeah, and our system isn't system. the greatest. I wouldn't. I'm. I'm not sitting here saying it's the best in the world, mm-hmm. but I am saying people aren't forging rafts to get to Cuba. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. I don't, that's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'd like to sit him down and just be like, what about that, buddy? <laughs> like, what you got to say about that? Okay, granted, you can have a medical emergency and spend the rest of your life in poverty. Sure. Trying to pay the insurance companies yeah. who paid for you to get fixed. But they did fix you. Yeah, they fixed you. But they did fix you. Yeah, you're fixed. <laughs> and you got to... Something on your credit for the rest of your life is you can't pay your medical bills. Yeah. Which I don't think people really hold that against anybody. You know, I have no idea. When they're looking at your credit, they're just like, oh, you got a a $10,000 medical debt here you got to pay on that's in collections. You're like, well, I can't help it. I was sick and didn't have any money. (laughs) Sorry. I was unemployed at the time. Yeah, right. I did not have health insurance. I told them to let me die, and they didn't. (laughs) They chose not to. They started to say they took this oath. (laughs) I didn't make you take that oath. (laughs) Right. No. I didn't make you honor that oath. You could have let me die. That's what they do in Canada now is what I read on the internet. (laughs) They got assisted suicide. It's it's going. Do they really for real? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And Trudeau. (laughs) (laughs) Trudeau? He's getting a divorce, you know. That's what I say. Yeah, he's he's on the market. He's back on the market. Yeah. Man, there's a lady out there that loves blackface that'll take him in. All right. That'll do it for questions. Okay. That was a good session. It was a good session. Oh, uh, we did get a message from Portland Pat. Okay, he asked, uh, "Why do uh, why do park rangers carry tranquilizer guns?" I don't know because they're safety and numb bears. <laughs> That's true. They give uh, Hank the Tank one. <laughs> yeah, they need to. They need to. <laughs> well, Hank the Tank and his three cubs, or her, her three cubs. Yeah, and her three cubs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't believe we've misgendered this bear. <laughs> I can. Has the bear told us what it identifies as? No, I don't think so. <laughs> it may identify as a man. Just because they had children doesn't make them a woman, you bigot. <laughs> bigot. Oh, How would we go about finding out what the bear's preferred gender is? <laughs> we just got to ask you. I mean, I just I have to. Or her, Zer. I have to assume that in this day and time... There's a a school in some university somewhere that's trying to figure this sure. out. They'll put a neural link on that bad boy. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, I tease Hudson. You know, Hudson's hair is super long now. Mm-hmm. Which he dressed like Magnum P.I. yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if you glanced out the window. I did. Yeah. He had all my dot the exact outfit I wore basically to Tara's birthday party. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh I call him my transgender son all the time. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, Z Zer, bring your dad a glass of water from the kitchen while you're in there. It's so fun. And I don't mean, I'm not doing it to marginalize anybody out there. You're just trying to marginalize your son. I'm just making fun of my son. (laughs) The time honored long tradition. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Oh, he, uh, he's a culinary genius. Okay. Okay. It's going to blow you away. When I tell you what he did. Okay. He took ketchup and mayonnaise and mixed them together. Boom. Into a superior sauce. Sure. Which he calls awesome sauce, but I'm making him mad because I refuse to call it that. Oh, yeah? I keep calling it ketchup <laughs> <laughs> And last night, he and his mama, they wouldn't let me use it because I wouldn't call you it wouldn't awesome call the right sauce. thing? <laughs> like one time. They were looking outside at something, and I like reached over and grabbed it from him and put it on my plate. And he like immediately dives over there and like start like ate all the ketchup <laughs> off my plate with with his fries. <laughs> you just need to get out the mayonnaise and the ketchup and mix it in front of him, <laughs> yeah. and this would be like this is an awesome sauce. <laughs> this is ketchup. I made ketchup or or matchup or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like sorry, you can't take it from me. <laughs> That's pretty good. You remember a while back, uh, and they may still do it. Heinz came out with all those. Yeah, they, like they call it mayo chub, which is the worst thing you could call it, in yeah. my opinion. I don't know. I'm, I've I've never gotten into any mm-hmm. any of those things. I just use the precursor elements <laughs> right. and put them both on a hamburger and let the Lord work its magic. <laughs> you let it mix in your stomach. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. That's that's how I do it, but I respect him for inventing something. <laughs> well, John, uh, as this free show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. We thank you guys so much. Seriously, thank you guys for sticking yeah. with us all this time. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earth oddity, where we have several different tiers. Well, the $5 tier gets you the extended show. That's an extra show we do after this one. And I just went straight into our ad, but we need to thank those at the 10 or above tier. (laughs) And those are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Ms. Jane Uptograph, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Nicole Walter, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Mr. Ton Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. Seriously, guys, thank you so much. Uh, again, the $5 tier extended yeah. show. What we got coming up to extension today? We're going to talk about a naughty priest. Okay. Yeah. What about I, you? <laughs> I have a story about an ex who has his partner... Let's just say he has them by the balls. Okay. Let's say that. That happens. <laughs> Sometimes. Sure. This is more in the literal sense, though. Okay. Okay. You got anything else? No, that's it. How do I end this show? It's been so long since we've done it. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for downloading the show, no matter where you get us. 
whether it's Apple, iTunes, whether it's Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to email into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmelt.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. If you'd like to check out our show art, uh, we have an Instagram handle that is underscore earthoddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That is 662-493-2059-662-493-2059. We also have a website. You can check that out, Earth Oddity at Plant Ed. That is just www.earthoddity.net. That's right. <laughs> You would think I hadn't done this 272 <laughs> times before yeah. this. Who would have thought we'd have made it this long? <laughs> Not me. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Hey, patrons, what you guys doing? I, I don't know that I have anything good. To, I went to the first capital of Alabama, the first permanent capital of Alabama. I saw a picture of, uh, was it St. Saint Saint Luke's Episcopal, Episcopal Church. Episcopal Church, Old Cahaba. In Old Cahaba. It's... Uh...